Thanks for downloading the Beyond the Money podcast. If you hear anything on today's show that you need clarity on or to make that first consultation, give the team a call, 727-334-0024 or always online at mycampbellandco.com. As always, thanks for listening. Now, let's get to the show. All right, Monica, Corey, let's get to it. The latest inflation numbers are not good. It's increased by 7.5% over the past year, the largest since 1982. Now, the conversation is how this could trigger multiple interest rate hikes by the Fed. And the question is, how much? Well, CNBC asked billionaire investor David Rubstein exactly what is he expecting from all of this? 50 basis points is possible. It would depend on the data between now and March 15th or so. But I suspect anything less than 25 basis points, which is to say no rate increase would be a big shock. Something more than 50 basis points would also be a big shock. But I suspect the Fed will move gingerly each time it meets. Okay, let's start at the beginning. Educate me on what are basis points and do you agree with his thoughts? Yeah, basis point is essentially one one hundredth of a point. So when uh, someone references 50 basis points, it's half a point. And when they talk about that Fed rate, essentially, it's it's what banks sort of lend each other overnight. It's like a wholesale lending rate. And mm-hmm. eventually, uh, that'll be passed on to the consumer. So the theory behind you know raising the rates is that it pulls money out of the economy, right? Kind of cools things off. So maybe people might be a little more prone to save, if you will, if the interest rate over at the bank goes up and borrowing becomes a little more expensive. And that's also lending itself to having less money in the system. It's just a tightrope that they have to kind of walk. You know, if you do it too fast, there could be implications there. So uh, we feel like rates are going to rise. It's just a matter of by how much and how many rate hikes the Fed's actually going to do this year. That number is 727-334-0024. If inflation and what the future holds is a concern of yours. And Monica, you know, we like to get the temperature of the community And what are people calling about this week? Is it inflation? Is it the market volatility? Is it taxes? I know we're right in the middle of tax season. What's on the people's mind right now? All of the above. I think, you know, people were used to the last 10, 12 years. Things were going pretty well. And now if they are looking to retire in a few years, they have different concerns when that paycheck stops. They may not have the time. You know, age is not on their side mm-hmm. as far as riding those roller coasters of the market. So they have to get serious about protecting what they've worked so hard for. So maybe that, you know, we're going to analyze your risk. We're going to see what income you have flowing into retirement. We take taxes. We talk about that free frequently because we are so passionate and we realize how taxes can have such an important effect in your retirement. We're going to make sure that you're covering health care and also your legacy planning. And so we look at five pillars of retirement. So people are worried. They want to make sure, you know, what's the number one fear? It's it's not dying. It's actually running out of money in retirement. Mm-hmm. So we take the emotion. We get those fears out of the way. We sit with you. We run a financial plan with you to make sure that your goals are in line. It doesn't mean that where you're at now, if you're worried about these costs going up, that you're not going to reach those retirement dreams that you've had. It's just making sure what can we do now? What do you have to stop doing? What can you keep doing? And what do we need to kind of tweak just a little bit to make sure that you're reaching those goals? 727-334-0024. You know, something else that I'm sure the community is talking about continues to be the great resignation. That's when some adults are just opting to retire early, whether it be from mandates at work or maybe the pandemic or maybe they're seeing, you know, they're not happy with the way the political spectrum is. But there's an article in Market Watch where an employment lawyer offered some tips to heed before you quit, stressing that you don't have to give a two week notice and don't forget about your health care to name a few. 
So, Corey, Monica, what are you telling some of your clients who are really ready to quit? Maybe they're not financially ready, but they're there. Three-letter word, why, right? Why are you doing this? Is it just something that you just felt you didn't want to do anymore? Uh, Was there something in your family that maybe prompted you to do this? Is there something you've been really burning to do if you're an employee that you want to do maybe a small business? So having that conversation from a planning standpoint, we're not necessarily going to look at spreadsheets and, hey, do this, do that. It really just boils down to why, because once we know that, we can start that roadmap and that process you know, of where to go mm-hmm. and look at our resources, not only for the next step, but you know, how long is that intermediate step going to be when you leave something? A and start B, we have to take that into account as well. You know, resources, you know, can you get your way through, you know, is it, is it only going to be four weeks? Is it going to be a year sabbatical with your family? So all of that is going to be pretty unique to the person. Great points, Corey. And I think it's all about asking the right questions and the why is the start of that, but also making sure that they're considering everything. It's more than just the last paycheck, but also do they have health coverage? I mean, that that's tremendous, especially when you're talking about a family and also, you know, do they have the right exit strategy? Do they have a bonus on the line that they could be foregoing? So basically, like you said, finding out what the reason is, whether it's health reasons or maybe, like you said, they want to start and do a second act with a business, but just asking the questions and seeing, making sure they're not leaving any rock unturned and they're making the best decision for themselves. Corey, are you seeing that from the community? Have people come to you and said, you know what, I'm just, I'm done. I wasn't going to retire for another couple of years, but let's take a look and see if I can do it now. Yeah. Uh, I actually had somebody phrase it a little more strongly than that, if you will. He came in September, October, said, hey, I'm going to go ahead and retire in May, June, July. Uh, He came in in January, and uh, I can tell you that he very plainly stated he was ready to go. So, But again, because we sat and planned it out, we together moved back his retirement date four to five months. And you know what? He was able to do it. Now, he does have to stay, to Monica's point, you know, if there's any monies due to you, make sure you stay just long enough to get those. Yeah. Uh, so he's getting some extra, you know, sick days, those kinds of things that are going to be deposited. So he's he's going to wait here a couple of weeks. We actually sat down, planned it out. You can't retire today. You got to wait three weeks because you're going to get that additional money in the bank. So that really is a fine example of what planning can do when somebody is leaving. Mm -hmm. So, and again, it all boils down to that initial conversation, giving us a call at 727-334-0024. Monica, I know something that you constantly have conversations with clients and that's annuities. And some people are not fans of annuities because of the fees or the limited liquidity. So Morningstar's David Blanchett says that failing to discuss annuities as an option is a breach of a fiduciary duty from a financial advisor and you're not acting in a client's best interest. So what is your stance on annuities? You know, you have to present all options and we're fiduciaries here. We were here before we were that all along. So when someone says, what does that mean? It's when you're legally required to do what's best in the client's interest. Well, that's always been the way that we've operated at Campbell & Company going on 30 years next year. So the way we look at it is we ask the right questions. We see where your scenario is at, what works for you, what are your fears, what's going to help you reach those goals. And we present those options. Like Corey mentioned when he introduced himself, we're not product sellers. We really want to see what's going to work for you. Now, is it for everyone? No. Corey. Yeah. I love annuities, Mm -hmm. right? 
you know, Valentine's Day was a couple days ago, actually. I heart annuities, right? <laughs> annuities. I was say, did you get your wife an annuity? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I don't but, know. Uh, wait, wait would, would that be romantic, Monica? If your fiance came to you and said, honey, I love you so much. Here's some flowers and an annuity. But I can imagine myself because I used to take Christmas gifts and buy like a washer and dryer. Hey, we need that. Right. So I can imagine myself 15, 20 years from now, like, hey, this is going to protect our wealth and give us lifetime income. So you're going to love this. Uh, so my wife, my wife knows when to, to kind of make it fun and, and kind of uh, have a real gift as opposed to me walking around with annuities and washers and dryers and typewriters and things like that. Right. Um, but. I think the annuity has its place. It really does. And we hear all this commentary regarding all the high fees and low potential. Annuities are from insurance companies. They're a part of the portfolio that's going to protect against loss or guarantee income. It's not going to have the highest return, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's meant to say, look, there's a certain amount of money that I want to make sure I don't want to lose. Gotcha. That's where it fits. So your principle mm-hmm. is guaranteed. So it won't hit all the market highs, but you've got that power of zero where you're not going to lose it. And the most famous annuity there is with annual payments is Social Security. So ah. that might not cover everybody's fixed expenses. There might be a portion of that portfolio that we segregate out and maybe turn that into a lifetime income where Social Security and that other check in the mailbox are going to cover some of your basic needs. Mm -hmm. So, again, if you're looking for a vehicle that protects, uh, I think an annuity is great. But, uh, you know, as fiduciaries, we talk to the individual clients, see what their preferences are. I mean, I present them to a lot of clients and we talk about them. Mm -hmm. We don't sit there and say, hey, you have to do this. The annuity is a good fit as a complementary part to a complete financial plan for a lot of our clients. So Mm -hmm. we think, uh, you know, protection and then in comparison to the traditional conservative bond funds, have you seen those lately? Mm -mm. Not great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you might want to look at this as something on the conservative side to complement that traditional bond allocation that you might have. You know, bottom line, your retirement is ultimately up to you. But what we can do at Campbell and Company is educate you, give you the options where we have, we take the emotion out, we run the math and we run a scenario. We'll sit with you. This is where you're at now and this is where you could potentially be. But you know, ultimately it's your decision and it is up to you. Now, the Beyond the Money tip of the day. Sometimes reviewing our budget is something that a lot of us put to the back burner. And we probably don't review what we're spending until we absolutely have to. Maybe that moment is here in light of some of the inflation that we're seeing. I know that I myself gave it some thought as I was muttering some PG rated words under my breath at the grocery (laughs) checkout counter. I'm sure they were. Shopping in the store, seeing what the prices are, you start to feel that money kind of leave your wallet, if you will. And it prompted myself and my wife to sit down and really review the budget to see if there's anything that we're not spending efficiently or appropriately. So I would suggest to our listeners that now might be the time to look as you start to spend more money on these basic needs, start to review that budget and see where else in that budget you can make some changes to accommodate some of the higher prices that we've seen. 
Jackie Campbell is an investment advisor representative with MarketGuard, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice nor recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situations. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. 